Let's discuss some last-minute injury updates around the league. Let's kick it off with some star running backs dealing with ankle injuries. First off, Austin Eckler. Eckler's dealing with a high ankle sprain. He did log a couple of limited practices this week, but he is listed as doubtful coming into this game. It's not really surprising given that the Chargers have a bye week next week. I expect Eckler to miss this game and use next week to get a little extra rest and then come back out of that bye strong or stronger. Joshua Kelly really hasn't been good as a fill-in starter, so if you have another option, I would definitely consider it. They do have a good matchup going up against the Raiders, so if you really need to start Kelly, you can, but it's definitely a risky start. Next, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is also dealing with a high ankle sprain, and he is also listed as doubtful to play this week. They're going up against the Seahawks on Monday night, and if you're in need for a dart throw RB3, you might want to consider Matt Breda. Breda did manage to score a touchdown last week, and he did have an 82% snap rate, which is great, but that only equated to four carries and three targets. So if you do start him, keep your expectations pretty low. Now let's talk about some receivers in the NFC West. First off, Debo Samuel. Samuel had a monster game last week, but he did not come out unscathed. Unfortunately, he's dealing with a knee issue and a ribs issue, and he's a true game time decision this week. He's listed as questionable, and the 49ers are a two-touchdown favorite against the Cardinals. Last week, Brandon Ayuk was hurt, and the 49ers aired on the side of caution and held him out, and they still won pretty handily. I think that may be the case this week for Samuel. 49ers will likely lean heavily on Ayuk, the running game, and even Ronnie Bell. Ronnie Bell has some sneaky value as well if you're looking for like a WR3 with low-end WR2 upside. The 49ers will probably be without Juwan Jennings as well, which should mean more work for Ayuk. Moving over to the Cardinals, Marquise Brown may miss this game. He's dealing with a thumb issue. He was able to log a couple of limited practices this week, but he's a true game-time decision as well. And they're going to need him if they want to have a chance to win this game. He's already scored twice this year, and I would keep a close eye on his status leading up to kickoff. If he does miss this game, it should mean an upgrade for Rondell Moore. Next, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is dealing with a sore throwing shoulder, and he is questionable to play this game. He's been able to practice in limited fashion throughout the week, but I think his status is a little bit murky. He's been pretty optimistic, but the fact that he wasn't able to get a full practice in leaves me a little bit nervous going into this game. I'm not even sure who his backup is, so I would definitely have a contingency plan just in case he isn't active, and I think there's a decent chance that he might be. If he does miss this game, that would be a big downgrade for Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, and David Njoku, but given that this is a division rival game against Baltimore, I would imagine they'll still hang tough. Next, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders' dreaded groin injury has crept back up. He did practice in limited fashion on Wednesday and Thursday, and then he missed Friday, so there's some serious doubt around his status as well. If he's not able to play, Chuba Hubbard should be a plug-and-play low-end RB2. Um, I would imagine he'll get the bulk of the carries. But if you can avoid starting any running back in Carolina at this point, I probably would, even in a good matchup against Minnesota. Next, Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell got hurt during practice this week. He tripped and banged his knee on the ground, apparently, during Thursday's practice and was not able to practice on Friday. So there's serious doubt that he's going to miss this game. Jordan Mason would be the next man up. And if you're looking for a dart throw RB3 that should get some good goal line looks, Mason is someone to consider as well. Given that the 49ers were a two-touchdown favorite, Mitchell was actually set up to get a decent amount of work. I figured the 49ers would try to rest McCaffrey in a game like this, but that may not be the case. Next, Justice Hill. Justice Hill looks like he's going to play this week. He's dealing with turf toe, but he was able to practice, and all indications are he's going to play. I would imagine that him and Gus Edwards are going to go back to splitting carries and that you'll see Melvin Gordon sprinkled in here and there. Next up, Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks is dealing with a new knee issue, not related to his LCL issue from training camp, which makes me a little nervous for his future outlook. He's going to miss this game, which should mean a big boost for DeAndre Hopkins, who has already been a target hog in Tennessee. I still don't know if it's worth trusting Hopkins at this point. He's yet to score a touchdown, and he's dealing with an ankle injury of his own. 
but Chigakwanko at the very least should get a nice boost. But given how dreaded this offensive line has been, it's tough to trust anybody on offense in Tennessee this year. Speaking of knee injuries, Zay Jones will miss his second game in a row due to a knee injury, and that should mean a big boost for Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, who were both the biggest beneficiaries last week in Jones' absence. And I think the Jaguars are going to rely on those two again pretty heavily. Next, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is going to miss this game. He's still nursing an ankle injury, and I'm not sure when he'll be back. Let's finish things up with some quarterbacks. First off, Anthony Richardson. Richardson was able to practice in full this week. He did clear the concussion protocol, and he has gotten all first-team reps, so he will be the starter. Gardner Minshew will be going back to the bench, and Richardson will go and try to get the Colts their third straight win against the Rams. Richardson is still a must-start in my mind, just given his rushing upside, and I think he has a good chance to put up some good passing numbers as well. Next, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's concussion turned out to be more serious than we thought. He is going to miss this week. That should mean a downgrade for Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams. Either Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell is going to get the start. I would think Adams' role is probably a little bit more safe. He's probably locked into 10 targets regardless of who's playing quarterback. But this week, the Raiders go up against the Chargers, so this one may get out of hand pretty quickly. Lastly, let's talk about an ex-Raider, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is dealing with an AC joint sprain and is truly 50-50 to play this week. Apparently, he's making a big push to play, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. We all saw what happened last week when Jameis Winston got inserted. The Packers came storming back and ended up winning that game. But the Saints do get Alvin Kamara back from suspension this week. So they should have some semblance of a running game. I don't think it's a big downgrade for Chris Olave or Michael Thomas in the event that Jameis Winston does get the start. But I would think Carr is going to try to get on the field. He gives them the best chance to win. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. That's some injury news and updates around the league going into week four. Thanks so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know how this news affects your rosters in the comments below.